Well, I don't feel like I'm a part of the everyday American society, and I don't want to be, let me tell you. Okay? I do my damnedest to tear it down. A governor's task force has determined that punk rockers are society's new subversives and must be treated as such. Taxation is theft. Oh! God damn it, motherfucker! We're talking peace, love, and honor. FBI is feeling the heat. Your own conscience, your own morality, your own decision, your own self. You alone can do it. There is no authority but yourself. The BR Hates Fed Show. Welcome to the Rice Fields, motherfuckers. <laughs> I, can't right. drink any, I can't drink any more whiskey i'll be too cross i'll be fucked oh come on that's that's bitch talk work on it <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think i smoke weed without drinking whiskey and vice versa i uh whenever, whenever i drink whiskey now i'm like ooh, if i get high i could really like i could really appreciate this whiskey <laughs> i'm like and this one um all right gotta do me an intro uh what the fuck do i do for the intro Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I have no idea what I do for the intro. All right. Uh, welcome to the BR Hates Fed show. I'm BR and I hate feds. There we go. That's what it is. And today I am joined by Jared, uh, famous for drinking Jameson in the shower, uh, being being one third of biting the bullet and uh, saying fuck it and moving to uh, to the south. Saying, saying famous for anything in re reference to me is a fucking stretch. <laughs> <laughs> it's famous in our circles i mean oh yeah i'm kicked off instagram by the way now i'm completely gone again are you yeah yeah so now like it's only the the twitter peeps and the the real loyalists that are gonna know this episode's coming out but hey ho all I, the, the twitter twitter gang misses you so they'll probably tune in i swear to god discord's like the only social media i'm active on i mean i have my facebook but i mean you can definitely tell like that's like i'm trying to like that's just like me with like a couple friends from the marine corps and stuff and like family. that's like the outlet. So I'm, like obviously I, I i should post here and there on facebook but like i'm not i'm not i'm not like i was not on twitter no uh, no like, it's it's kind of sweet now because uh you'll pop up into <laughs> like uh you saw my girlfriend's um her little vegetable garden right yeah. <laughs> like uh yeah, she, she was very inspired by uh visiting the, the old bite in the bullet household way back when yeah i remember when i i remember when you guys first came over she was fucking she was like looking at like what i, I had really good garden for just all potted back there I yeah remember, yeah i was fucking that shit was on point, but yeah, I remember she was like, "What?" And I'm glad. I'm glad her everything you guys are growing looks really good. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, thanks, man. It's it's completely her baby. I just like go out there and I take pictures. I'm like, yeah, agorist lifestyle. In reality, <laughs> I just I, I I just move the heavy shit and I like try. I, I you know I, I hope like harvest shit and and water and stuff. But in general, I'm a fucking retard and I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I try and learn so much, but I don't retain. <laughs> nearly as much as i want to and the fucked up thing is she'll be uh she'll be like messaging my dad or something because my dad was a professional landscaper and is uh as like an extra job in it in addition to the military because you know it pays so great um and so he, he's always had like beautiful gardens and uh looked after vegetables and shit and so instead of being like oh yeah what, what should i do about this <laughs> she'll just like supersede me go around ask my dad something i'm like fuck <laughs> 
So I, I just lift the heavy things and, and admire the work, but there you go. Hey, some man, fucking... lifting, lifting heavy things is important. Yeah, that's that's what I'm here for. I justify my existence by by there being heavy things in the world. That's <laughs> and uh and fixing up the house. But aside from that, um I'm shower luck. But we have uh like fucking six inch, I think, banana peppers now and all sorts of jalapenos growing and oh yeah. We're, we're, potatoes i mean we'll we'll be able to eat yeah. pretty decent well, being and... in kentucky being in kentucky now i'm still i got a couple tomatoes that are pretty much there but uh most of it right now is just herbs and onions coming in but i got a, we got a bunch of peppers and tomatoes sprouting right now so um we're getting them we're trying to get them to the point where they can come out of their sprout cups and into some uh uh like actual pots and everything like that yeah you uh so, so how's the how's the garden looking is it like because you just moved how long have you been in the new place roughly uh here uh Live, living a good life with anna I think, I think i think four or five months now yeah, yeah. so it's, it's starting to get like a hold on it then yeah we got we got most of we got a lot of pots which then we both had a lot of shit obviously like i bought some more pots and then she had a bunch of like grow bags and stuff like that that we're using I bought like a, like a, for the, for, this is a quick tidbit for those getting into vegetable garden. If you're going to get like a big, like double plant pot, don't fucking buy an actual pot. Just go get like a big plastic tote, drill some fucking half inch holes to the bottom of it, fill it with dirt. It's fucking, that will cost you like fucking a, a tote like that will cost you like $10. If you get like a, literally a garden thing, that's like the, about the same size, the shit's like fucking 60 bucks. It's fucking yeah. retarded. Um, you can do a lot with like five gallon buckets and fucking uh, like just plastic totes and stuff like that. And then I oh yeah, the, and then I put the lid up under it to kind of retain some water. Yeah, there's there's no shame in uh, rednecking it a little bit. I mean, half our garden is literally an overturned pallet with some landscaping fabric. Dude, in the bottom. those that are works, great. That works Bro, those free, are yeah. legi- oh, they're they're great. Oh, like dude. And- Using, free. <laughs> yeah, using pallets, like old pallets and stuff like that, and just turning them over is freaking that's a that's a very easy, effective way to start making plots. Yeah, that, that was the first thing we did, and then from there it's just been like a a sprawling growth of pots and additional uh pallets and all sorts of shit coming up. So I mean fuck it, you know, a, a lot of people might hesitate and wait until they have the perfect space for it, but honestly, fucking grab a bucket, grab some pots, grab a pallet. Dirt's, dirt's, all, dirt's always going to be your biggest expense with like a small backyard garden. Oh Jesus, yeah. We just yeah. we literally brought in like like the whole bed of my truck filled with dirt back because about to start planting a ton more shit. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's, what like a... that's what sucks about here out in Kentucky too. Is depending on where you're living too, you still kind of got to fucking at least raise bed it and, and like get soil, or you have to. Oh, the soil's like, not do... still not decent. Bro, not it's, fuck, it's fucking clay. Like the oh, top soil, the top soil is good, but you go past like that first eight to twelve inches, it's fucking it's riverbed like clay. And is that like this that's, entire country, like what the fuck, dude? It's <laughs> fucking. I mean, Northern Kentucky is really bad for it. So I'm. I, I don't know. I'd have to look when I wind up buying some property and try to see what kind of soil content I have out there because obviously it fluctuates. But at least where I live now, it's fucking. I mean, the soil's garbage. I could get like when I planted into the ground. It fucking, like, everything did all right, like, my peppers and shit, but they're pretty hardy. So, by the time they're hitting through that, uh, because I put about six inches of soil 
on a raised bed. So you had that and then about another six inches of fucking the regular topsoil. But then like the peppers did fine because by the time they got to that height where they're digging in that like foot and with the roots into that clay, they're already pretty resilient. But my tomatoes fucking did piss poor. They were fucking, yeah. they did not like that shit. They were <laughs> like, this is some bullshit. So <laughs> yeah. So I mean, everything's in pots now this year. So I'm definitely going to yeah. have a lot more control or uh, of uh, like how my stuff's doing and everything like that. And I can already kind of see it's working a little bit better. But yeah, it's it's fun. It's definitely... I mean, shit. Work towards the uh, the proper homestead though. Oh yeah, dude. I'm we're planning yeah. on. I mean, we're planning on. I'm hoping. I'm hoping within the next year or two, the housing market will just completely fucking collapse in on itself, <laughs> and then my ass will come in smiling with like my VA home loan and be like, "I got <laughs> sh- I got shot for this," and then fucking like oh. just go get a house with that. <laughs> fucking thank you, taxpayers. But uh. Yeah, or or just honestly, or just get a home loan regularly because I mean, my my credit. I'm hoping to build my credit score back up anyway. Now that I'm my income's a lot better, my bills are getting paid, and I got a lot yeah. more more credit lines for my work vehicle and shit like that. So I'm gonna be getting a truck soon. Fuck as yeah! Because I get rid of this piece of shit Impala. <laughs> you mean I, that, that's not perfect Dude, for what you my do? My fucking Impala's <laughs> like transmission is like blowing out in it now. It's fucking. I can't like go over third gear without it just fucking locking up. It's and you're great. probably like skating around Kentucky during this fucking winter in it as well. <laughs> oh, bro, dude, it was fun in my work van. I mean, the winter still weren't as bad as where I'm from, but we had a really, really good winter uh, for here, and it was a fucking goddamn nightmare because most of the people around here don't know how to drive in that shit. And we got like we got about a, we got about a foot of snow, and it was fucking people were losing their minds. I'm like, fuck me. Even the snowplows suck. Like, the snowplows were, like, taking off, like, fucking middle of the road and shit. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> so, moral of the story is, Americans don't know how to drive wherever they live in this country. Pretty much. Arizona, Arizona has certainly not shown me uh, many good drivers. I swear everyone here is a fucking, like... It's different. Suicide. So, so Arizona, Arizona, Arizona <laughs> you either get some fucking Mexican that drives like he's still in Mexico... <laughs> or you get like some super old fucking snowbirds that barely know where they are or you have college kids which any college kid anywhere is fucking terrible but phoenix obviously with asu has a lot of college kids out here in kentucky we have a lot of, i get a lot i see a lot of the most of the people piss me off are like midwest drivers like people that like think life is like infinite like they don't have anywhere to fucking be and they drive like it <laughs> it's fucking takes them fucking like five minutes to make a right hand fucking turn like they make complete stops at stop signs. It drives me crazy. I'm like, you're fucking- see, like, I I want to live the fuck away from people because I am a country boy. I don't know why I moved to a city. That was a bad idea. But like, I do have a certain sense of urgency, and no matter where I live, I will require that to be a way of life. <laughs> and anyone who gets in my way, they're in danger. It drives me crazy, <laughs> man. It's fucking. Like, cause, uh, where I live is basically Cincinnati. So it's like a lot of Ohio people and stuff. And I mean, it's just, they don't drive as bad. They just, ah, uh, they're fucking slow, man. Especially when I'm working. Cause I'm trying to get from job to job. So it's like, you get the fuck out of my way. Like there's yeah, no you scare the shit out of me, calling me while you're driving. I'm like, man, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> winter and people don't fucking know what they're doing. If I die, I die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh fuck uh, so how's it 
how's the move out there been? Has it been uh, overall positive? Yeah, don't, man. Don't I mean, miss the desert. Fuck no. <laughs> oh yeah, I feel that. I'm, uh, I uh, I want I want to go north. I, I like Arizona. I do like Arizona. I like the kind of the I'm mesh about to of like the... uh, like Flagstaff and shit. Like that's kind. Of, I've been listening to um the Chillerberg guys. Uh, you know, California in exile. All them talking about uh doing the. You you were on the their uh podcast, right? What what the fuck's it called? California Exile doing the um intentional community thing, right? Uh, I don't think so, actually. What? You hopped on like an early episode, I swear to god. I don't I don't remember. You might have just been like in a in a Discord chatting and not realized it was a podcast, but I promise Probably. you I promise you I heard you on that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I thought you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, I was on that, but no. Nah, I, I'm still there. I, 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 I do not recall, officer. I do not, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, they're talking about doing this whole, like, community of homesteaders on the same piece of property, and I'm like, that's the fucking way to do it. Like, I want to be, you know, Jer- I want to be another Waco. That's. I want to be another Waco. I keep telling that, people, I'm like, yo, let's start a compound in Kentucky. That's start a compound? Place. Start a cult? Yeah. Be a... You know, be, be the next meme for like the 20 years for the libertarian community. Yeah, Great. absolutely. I'm fucking all about it, dude. <laughs> we'll we'll live on with impact text on our fucking forehead saying like, they killed them! <laughs> Have some chubby faggot that like burned our children be head of the ATF 25 years from now. Oh, that's a yeah, dream. Dude. That guy looks like a I, bitch. Fuck that guy. David that. Chipman. Holy shit. Yeah. He looks like, he looks like part child nurse and part federal dude, agent. He which... really does. Uh, which it's, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the same thing. Yeah. Um, hey, how's it going, guys? I just want to take a quick second to answer a question I get quite a bit these days. So a lot of people ask me, uh, BR, how can I support what you do, your shows, and all that good stuff? The best way to do that is to check out my lifestyle brand, Liberty Punk Inc. Covering all of your niche political shirts, stickers, and flags needs. Everything from slaps that are weatherproof, can go on your car, go on your hydro flask, all that good stuff. To full-sized flags, you can fly outside your house, fly at rallies, present something a little bit different. Our Peace, Autonomy, Liberty, or our Anarcho Betsy flag are always popular. We have a whole ton of clothing options too, of course, and you can stop wearing all that grunt-style shit and start wearing something that truly shows off your belief in actual liberty. Best way to find all that is to search Liberty Punk Inc. online, or you can go directly to spiritofresistance.com, find the Liberty Punk Inc. collection, or you can follow the link in the description of any of my solo show videos and find my store that way. Every purchase supports me and what I do, Spirit Resistance, and we have a part for liberty community issues. If you pick something up, feel free to tag me. Thanks for all your support, guys. Let's get back to the show. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it's also like, I'm just trying to, it's something that me and Anna go over a lot too out here. It's like, I fucking, just, just so much noise and I'm, it's starting to finally get to me because I was raised in like upstate <laughs> New York and like some small little dink town. Like, yeah, it was yeah. still a town. You still heard shit, but like then being out with my grandparents all the time, way out in the countryside. But, uh, dude, it's fucking like, like today it's like, it warmed up. It got up to like the seventies. So I was like, fuck yeah. So I started opening up windows and it's just like constant sirens people talking people moving oh, traffic fucking just noise just constantly and it's just it's starting to it's starting to kind of hurt because obviously living in phoenix it was almost the same thing so you're living in phoenix, yeah it's it's, it's like, like why did i make this move if i'm still oh, living this dude. fucking dude it's just like <laughs> as time goes on it just gets worse and worse and i'm just so like 
I don't fucking like it. Like I want to live in a place where if my dog's barking at something, there's like a 90% probability I can go shoot it. Yeah, no, that, that's, whether, that's, whether a, that that's a unique way of putting me. it, but I dig it. Yeah, like a two, like a two-legged, four-legged, it doesn't matter. If my dog's barking at something, <laughs> I want to live in an area where it's like it is justifiable for me to immediately just grab a rifle. And be like, hey, what are you barking at out here? <laughs> just uh, hey, you better not be a skinwalker because you're getting <laughs> shot. <laughs> I don't know what's going on out here. It's gonna catch a fucking bullet. But yeah, dude. I mean, it's just oh, I'm so tired. I'm, I miss just not having just constant noise around me. Uh, it's fucking fucking country boy blues dude like i i come from a place where the the noise i was complaining about was like a chicken processing place like way the fuck up the way uh tractors going past or like a very rare motocross event out in the middle of the fucking like you know countryside rural britain and now i'm like i i came here as like a very early into an anarchist you know so i wasn't that the hate wasn't quite as strong as it is now and just living around and and this was right after daniel shaver that i moved here i think or very soon after and so i just had that fucking hate for the cops and and i'd never really lived around them in my life I, i'd seen them and i'd you know been fucking followed by them in town and shit patch jack and all that but out here, you see them every day, and you, know, you, you saw my old, you saw my old apartment. They yeah, fucking, I, mean, I, 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 every hour, I would see like five cop cars and cops standing around, do, being paid to do nothing. That fucking anger. I mean, it's the same thing, dude. I see fucking, I, I, I hate seeing just cops constantly, fucking everywhere. I also still live in an area. Another thing I've realized that I've, I've come to just like not like hate so much because I didn't grow up with it is fucking city buses, like mass, like public transit. Yeah. Like where I grew up, that shit. There was no fucking. There's a school bus, but that's like it's a school bus, like whatever. But like mass transit shit is just fucking. Ah, oh, dude, it drives me crazy because like none. <laughs> it's an old. Well, especially because out here it's not like Phoenix. Because out here it's obviously very. It's much older, so like yeah. all the roads are just fucking slapped together, and fucking uh. Like, most of these streets barely fit two cars as it is, but then there's parking on each side of the street, and there's a fucking bus going down it, and you're just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I mean, in Phoenix, stopping before every fucking track, and uh, just fucking, just blocking the place up, and they're so fucking slow, and, and, and they drive like assholes, like, they're, they're swinging out regardless of you, if you're there or not, they're, they're like, you'll stop for me, and if you hit me, it's not my bus, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Which, I semi-respect, but also fuck them. <laughs> I semi-respect. Because <laughs> I'd do the exact same thing if I was in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, the, the guy fucking hates his life, so I, I don't want to hate on the bus driver, but I, I hate your shitty system you belong to, and I hate the fact that I'm probably, I'm almost certainly subsidizing you, paying for you, and all that shit. It's just, just living in the problem, I think, uh, it's, it's not healthy. If you're, if you're a lunatic like ourselves, like, I am not well adjusted to this anymore, and I, it all makes me so fucking angry. <laughs> I, yeah. I try to be a chill person, but just living literally Dude, I, I in honestly, the belly of the beast. I, honestly, I think it's just living around other people constantly is just a stress in and among itself. Like, it's yeah. fucking... Like, I liked how, like how nice it was when 4th of July, which went up to my buddy's property out in the middle of fucking woods. I mean, yeah, it was, there was a bunch of us. It was like 20 of us. But, like, just being out there and all of us, like, fucking big drunk fucking all kinds of shit just fucking chilling in the middle of nowhere like you heard nothing you heard you heard the forest 
And it was yeah. fucking, dude, I missed it so much. And it's like amazing well, how when you're in that, that setting, all like so much like washes away from you. You're like, whew. But then like, dude, it's just like living in a city. It's just, it's, it's just constantly tense. It's just everything's always fucking just, ah. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's that uncertainty too, you know? And like, like you, you don't know if, if there's a fucking lunatic living right next door to you across the street, like, you know, around the yeah. corner. I mean, Christ, we, we got a notification the other day telling us of some fucking like child fucker in the area. I'm like, oh, cool. That, thank you, city living. <laughs> I've ne- I've never fucking seen this dude, but he lives within like fucking seven minutes of me. Fucking. <laughs> like, less than that, I think. Like walking, I think it said. Something like that. And it's like, uh, well, we figured out, I think it gave us address, something like that. And you're like, I'm surrounded by fucking lunatics. It doesn't have to be like, you know, child fuckers. Just, just all sorts of weirdos around you. You don't know what their fucking deal is or, or what they do to you if, you know, or when the, when the empire collapses, what the fuck they're going <laughs> to, they're going to do in that situation. They're going to get shot <laughs> in that situation. No, it, it's, it's very fucking likely. These people are going to be like, trampling each other trying to make it out because they they didn't expect such a thing to happen dude that's and, uh that's something i've noticed too because obviously i work in the city and yeah most people I, are just genuine like i talk myself like, oh it's expensive i'm like yeah no shit <laughs> that's the price of stupidity yeah, my friend I'm a it's fu- fucking plush up your house and i turn your water yeah. off i can try shop vac clear usually i'm really nice but he's like <laughs> one of those dudes that like um, he stayed on the opposite side of the room because of COVID. Oh my fuck! And was like, just fucking. He was like, just leave the paperwork on the table, and I have my own pen, and I'll come and sign. I was just like, all right, dude. And I started looking at his fucking shit, and I took like the back nut off his p trap, and no water was coming out. So immediately, I'm like, oh, I'm like the clogs in the trap. This guy's just fucking pathetic. So I was like, all right, man, I can fix it for uh, 150 bucks. He was like, oh, that's cheaper than I thought. I'm like, yep. <laughs> He's like, you're gonna snake it. He was like, he was paying. (laughs) Sure. And I walked downstairs and I grabbed nothing but my, I have a fucking 16 gallon shop vac that I bought. And I fucking just brought that bitch right up his fucking stairs, fucking put it right over the plugged one sinkhole, put it right over the other one, just turned it on. And he like dumped a bunch of rice down and I just sucked it out, let it drain, fucking (laughs) charged it, took his credit card, charged him 150 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, i i know a part of you a deep part of you wanted to look him in the eyes be like i fucking hate you and then walk out <laughs> i fucking hate everything about you you're not a man you're a fucking <laughs> like that like my my fucking girlfriend wouldn't fucking let somebody fucking charge her to do something like that you're that fucking the the, the person i have intimate relationship with is more of a man than you are <laughs> Be like, here's my girlfriend's number. She'll help you next time. You yeah, loser. Dude, like you fucking absolute, <laughs> just bottom feeding fucking pussy. Like, hey. and how you just have the money that he was just like, oh okay. I'm like, you're just, and it just lo and behold, it's like, of course, like let me put it this way. You know those like little signs that say like, we believe science is real and Black Lives Matter <laughs> and fucking yeah, yeah. love is blah 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 blah. Dude, I make so much money off people who have those signs in their front yard. <laughs> Every time you pull into the yard, you're like, oh yeah, this is the place. Yeah, this is the place. I want to make money here. It's fucking... Cause they're just useless. I mean... Just, fucking, just a bunch uh, of On that note, 
the, the, though we've though we've already started on topic, you want to talk about the uh, the slow, ugly, graceless death of the American Empire? It's fucking <laughs> beautiful, isn't it? The the time we're living in, dude. When you have like Joe Rogan, like multiple episodes talking about how he's worried there's gonna be a civil war gonna break out, I'm like, yeah, probably. Seriously, like I mean, when they're talking about that on like the more no- normie shows, and it's like just just a common talking point, and you can kind of feel it in the air. Like whenever I go to the can section at at the store, and I see like a few other kind of sketchy <laughs> tinfoil hat looking types, you know, I haven't been able cars full of cans. I haven't been able to buy ammo for like five months, dude. Like I I have I'm starting to get real tinfoil hat around now. I'm like you know I bet somewhere at the because i think it's primers that we're sure on which is the the whole fucking issue with this uh with ammo at the minute i i think there must be some artificial fuck i mean i know there's like really high demand anyway but i think it's kind of been noticed in my little tinfoil hat theory and i i think it would it would stand to reason they would uh artificially fuck with the supply of materials needed you know in any way they but can. But it's like just any like... supply there is, dude. It's fucking gone instantly. Like all yeah. the popular calibers are out. I remember, like it's so bad. I remember, and this kind of goes to something I used to tell other people too. It's kind of funny. So you know when, like, uh, back when I was on Twitter, I'd get a lot of people be like, "Why do you like AKs?" I'm like, "I don't know. I like AKs." And they'd be like, "Well, good luck finding ammo for them in the apocalypse." And I'll be like, "I, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot more AR-15s around than there are AKs. Uh, I, I might, I'll probably be fine." Flash forward, and my fucking buddy when, or flash backwards, and I remember fucking with my buddy when he got a fucking 300 blackout. I mean, he still got a retarded gun. He got like the the pistol braced. Um, short barrel 300 blackout which is great but then i was like oh did you get a threaded barrel with it and he was like no and i'm like why the fuck would you invest in a 300 blackout and not get a suppressor for it that's like like, like God what's, damn the, it, dude. what's the fucking point like serious what is even the, the reasoning so i used to fuck with them i'd be like good luck fucking finding ammo it must be nice going to the range and dumping a mag and that being like 30 dollars <laughs> and it literally it was one right after the other i remember i was still fucking with people when 556 five, and 223 just fucking gone and i was like oh i can still find 762 by 39 and like three months later nope <laughs> 762 by 39 is fucking good actually ak sales upticked you can't even find yeah. fucking AKs because nobody fucking could find 556 five, so a bunch of people were like fuck let's go fucking i'll go buy a I, fucking ak and then i almost i almost memed that way back when i was like but i was like ah, i don't want to give jared the credit but then but now but now 762 by 39 is fucking gone fucking yeah. most ak's most ak's except for like the top of the line like two thousand dollar fucking arsenal fucking sam 7 sf fucking ak's are fucking there and but lo and behold last time i went to the gun store like two weeks ago because i was picking up uh magazines and fucking i look and fucking there's there it is fucking like six cases of 300 blackout and i'm like mother <laughs> fucker yep and i'm yep. just sitting there i'm like that he doesn't even have it anymore that's what's funny um they because they took it from him after he shot himself and he just Fuck. didn't want to deal with trying to get his fucking gun back um so he has a regular ar like really nice ar just five five six 16 inch barrel um but he has like, yeah, he's fucking. We're both dead on ammo. Like we haven't gone shooting in so long now because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not wasting rounds. Like I have. No, I mean, I you have, have literally have like a full combat load, and that's that's kind of yeah. Where I, you're have, I have, I have, I am sitting at my bare minimum. 
I have a fucking combat load, which is I have one magazine in my rifle and six magazines in my kit. And then I have just enough fucking ammo to, I think, refill about six six of those fucking magazines once. So I'm like, I'm at my fucking, this is it. Like, I can't drop any more rounds. And, he, and then shit like my 9mm, which I have quite a bit of. Uh, for my CZ and shit, it's still like, dude, I mean, they're not even good rounds. They're like a fucking step above target loads, but it's like, fuck it. Because I only have like two it, mags. It goes bang. I, yeah, and because I only have like two mags for my forty-five, And it's all fucking like high quality, like 170 grain hollow points and shit. But it's like, fuck it, only two mags, 20 rounds. I have 20 rounds for my fucking forty-five. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. And then, like, I, I probably, fu- then probably about two dozen double up buck for my 12 gauge. That's fucking, I fucking hate it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and I still have 303 rounds, so I'll probably what I'll be reduced to very quickly. Man, run around with a fucking because I have like 40 303 rounds, so like, you know, I'll just be fucking rocking it like it's fucking 19 fucking 41, man. Just when you, when you vibe check though with 303, you're gonna, you're gonna shout out Tally Tally every time. Every fucking time. Oh, yeah, that's another one down. I mean, I'm damn accurate with that fucking rifle. I've had that rifle for a long I time. I fucking... I really like that Lee Enfield, because I, yeah. I almost I almost grabbed one before I left, and they had those... Uh, you, I think you'd know better than me. The fuck... What's the jungle ones? Jungle... Uh, the jungle carbines, the number... Yeah. I think, was it? Mark... No, number four, four Mark... Number four, Mark four, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't quote me on that. I'm, I'm a little fucking <laughs> crossed right now, so, like, my... Uh, it's, it's been a minute since I looked at anything with the... Uh, yeah. Those are those are those are those are iffy. The quality controls on the oh really quality control on those was fucking god awful. Yeah, the jungle carbines. I mean, you might get one that's decent. It's kind of like it's kind of like buying a nineteen forty four K ninety eight German rifle because mm. like yeah that thing yeah might be good quality, but a fucking pissed off Jew could have also been fucking build, <laughs> building it. And he just fucking, <laughs> he just did not give a fuck about that fucking gun, obviously or purposely yeah. just. Hope it, hope it explodes in your face, you evil cunt. Uh, imagine if I just fucking opened up like this entire chamber by like a fucking millimeter. Man, wouldn't that <laughs> fucking suck? Like just all your <laughs> fucking just all your tolerances just thrown out the fucking window and your fucking bolt blows up big, some poor just, Hitler. Just, some, just, poor, some poor Hitler youth defending yeah, Berlin in the final days. <laughs> but I mean, then you get like a number, so that's yeah, Britain was just trying to push these fucking things out. And that's the same. Oh, thing. which was was it? Was it for the same conflict? There, that was a World War Two. That was World War Two. Yeah. What was all, it? All they had in World their War involvement in Asia. Or? Yeah, that's what they got them for. That's what we made them for. Okay, that's why I figured jungle. the jungle fighting. Yeah. See, the thing is, we don't learn shit about any of that part of the conflict. So, like, when I initially, because I was a you know a gun guy always, I heard jungle carbine. I was like, when the fuck did Britain fight in the jungle? Because <laughs> yeah. they, they don't they don't tell us about you know. The, the wars where it went wrong. We don't even know about the revolution. We, uh, well, they don't, they don't I was, teach I always us wanted directly. to ask that. Do they teach you, like, the American Revolution? Not, not like, a fucking yeah, that's word just like about the American the, Revolution. The sun never set on the British Empire. We had, <laughs> no, seriously. We, they, they we, have, we had the world, and then later on, it's just like, and then we were fighting Germany in World War One. Like, what happened yeah. to, like, America, like, the Empire? Don't worry about it. So, just, it, it's it's strange because they do teach us some American history, like in high school. Um, if you take history as like an elective, it's not mandatory at that point. Uh, I, I learned about the American West, and uh, I, I didn't learn very well because I fucking forget. Uh, was it? Um, 
the the gradual American march west. It was uh, manifest, manifest destiny. Manifest destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we that's what like, they told we were, us. We were just sitting there like, "Yo, I'm see that shit. I'm gonna take that shit. That's my shit." Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, well, that's fucking better than anything. Learning about cowboys and shit. And guess what? I guess it radicalized me <laughs> in the in the most early way. I was like, hmm, that's a good life because I, I already believed in fucking carrying when I was you know that age. I'm, I'm sitting here looking at cowboys and studying on, you know, how uh, they settled the West. I mean, obviously, aside from all the, the genocide, it, it looked pretty cool. Hey, man. <laughs> genocide can be cool. Oh, fucking hell. Dude, I'm just saying six million is a really big number. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> fucking do this to me. Like, yeah. I, I'm, Dude, this is the I, only I, I exist on Twitter and here. <laughs> I love say, don't I take love this from me. Shit. I love saying shit like that, dude. I'd like I said that at work one day. I'm like, I'm just saying six million is a really big number. You ever thought about that? And it's like, you know, dude, it's like you don't have to have any context. You're not even talking about anything from that. And everybody will know. Everybody will look at you. They'll know that number. It's the most popular number. It's just fucking just saying. Fucking I think no. we're I think we're underestimating how big of a number six million is. It's just, <laughs> it's just, it's just that's a lot. Man, you uh, you, you just fucking like wolf whistling to all the all the neo Nazis I used to pick <laughs> off back, back back in the day, when when, I, when I'd have like a three day tirade and they'd be like fucking messaging me and messaging me and not letting <laughs> up and like look at me a cuck. I I miss fucking arguing with the fascists on Twitter. So it was fun as fuck. Oh, it's like, dude, why do they all have Pepe the Frog pictures? Like every single one of them. Yeah, I mean, if they, if they were really based in trad, they'd you know embrace their culture a bit more. But in, instead, it's all just this fucking dumb frog. <laughs> yeah, like, oh Christ, that was <laughs> liberal tears. Uh, I I don't miss I don't miss them. I don't know what happened to them. I think they kind of slunk away for the most part. Uh, I don't know why. Man. They probably all got yeah, d- dropping hard hard R's, dude. <laughs> yeah, just just an inhospitable place for them at this point. Um. I don't know. I've seen I've seen a few of them outlast us. Like fucking Seaburn got banned as well, along with me. I don't, I don't know because you you haven't been paying attention to any of that shit for ages. But myself, whiskey, Seaburn, um, who else? Control Pew and like like a, a handful of other similar pages. Uh, we all got fucking banned on the same day. There was like no rhyme or reason to it. It's not like I I said anything particularly spicy. It was just like boom, fuck all of you. Uh, so. So yeah, I mean, I mean, clearly, and, and, and you know, you know, Seaburn stuff. He's like very inoffensive in terms of what he posts. It's just like tactic shit, which I guess is spicy. But the actual language of it, you know, they we are persona non grata at this point. Doesn't matter what you fucking say. So I think you were ahead of the curve, getting banned and just being like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna gonna live the good life." <laughs> well, yeah, because I had made I had made a second account when I got banned the first time and the second time happened, I didn't have a second account. I was just like, I don't fucking care. And then like I, every time I think about it and somebody posts like a, in like the discords that I follow, they post like a Twitter link and I can go and scroll it and I'll look and I'll just like my blood pressure will like immediately spike. I'm just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. That's, that's been me a little bit too. Cause I, I've been off Instagram, and I, I made a, I made a new page, like, the same day I got kicked off, and obviously that got nuked. And then Mel's like, well, you know, I can help you out with, like, a VPN or something. And I, I think I will, ultimately. But I am just enjoying the break and being like, whew, I, I just hate everything, like, a little bit less. I mean, I'm paying more attention to 
outward society, and I hate that. But yeah. you know, I'm not seeing, not seeing all the bullshit, all the darker shit. The uh, you know, IG IG community drags up, and they're like, "Hey, look gonna, at this." I'm just, this I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna start watching Fox News, dude. Oh yeah, yeah I, no, 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 they're a really good source. Yeah, I think they're very <laughs> legitimate. You know that that's the only fucking news that pops up on my phone anymore because they realize like. I, I find the rest of it so fucking insufferable. They're just like, ah, I guess he's a right winger. And so they just pump me full of Fox wing, Fox News headlines that I'll actually click on. Because I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? Uh, or, or it'll be something like, oh, this state's opening up and nothing's happening. I'm like, oh, cool. I like that news. So they I fucking like got me news. dialed. They, they've, they've got me dialed in like the idiot I am. Like, <laughs> they, they, they know what I like to click. Even if, I see it's Fox. And I'm like, you know what? I'm willing to be hurt today. I'm willing to be here today. You know what? Like, you're not. You're not like, really. You're not really truly watching enough Fox until you start getting like Ronald Reagan appreciation letters or something. <laughs> Fuck. I, for for one of my jobs, I uh I photograph like uh antiques and shit. I do some photography. And the other day, I was holding a, a Ronald Reagan signed baseball, and I was like, ah, uh, I can just feel the tyranny. I can just feel it. Side of this. You mean the this, freedom? This... The Ronald Reagan <laughs> freedom. Ugh. That man was an American hero. That's when this country was great. Yeah, fucking him and Thatcher. They uh they were really showing the world a lot of love. And Dude. and by that I mean bending Margaret, over desk and Margaret it with Thatcher. Thatcher. I thought Margaret Thatcher is like one of the best uh best fucking <laughs> leaders in the UK ever. Prime Minister, whatever the fuck you call that person. I, I don't think we've ever had a good leader. <laughs> like, honestly, I don't like, know. Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth was pretty based back in the day. In, inventing divorce, very nice. Just, just yeah, just fucking straight up being like, be like, I don't like this Catholic thing because I can't just fuck horse. Yeah, they they, they turned marriage from like a lifelong commitment of unhappiness, but uh, into like uh, you just you just don't care who you go into it with, and then you can end it whenever you want. So you know, it's still unsanctimonious. <laughs> my fucking girl, Anna's dog's being fucking autistic right now. Oh, uh, is, is that the little little poodle or something? It's a no, chihuahua. A little chihuahua. Oh, uh, I, I knew it was something useless. And then you hear, and then you hear Mikey's like real bark. Yeah, it's like, hey, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah, one second. But... There. I yelled at the there dog. There you go. That, that, no, no, hey, Anna, but that it's not a real dog. It's not a no. It's not a real dog. She knows it's not a real dog. If if it can't like go out and kill a hare, I regard it as a rat. Yeah, I think I think a cat. If a cat can beat your dog's ass, it's not a dog. Oh fuck no! That's that's some sad shit. <laughs> like, I know plenty of cats. That would be like, nah. Like that's food. Fucking. I don't know. What do you want to? What do you want to talk about? What's, what's been on <laughs> well, your mind? What's been on your mind, what, buddy? Dude, I uh, literally just the collapse. I'm so fucking tinfoil hat at this point. I'm like, I, I I've essentially. I don't. I don't know if I've gone more doomer than intended because I'm so hardcore about. I, I, I'm a very optimistic person. <laughs> I think ultimately, this country is going to be good. You know, I think ultimately, the government's going to fucking fall apart. It could be a hundred years from now, it could be three years from now, who fucking knows. But like I, I think the American people will move on to whatever's next. Oh, bye Geoc. What was that? Oh, uh Geoc said fuck it, but Fedbot's still here, so I guess he's good. <laughs> uh what's the difference? But anyway. 
Uh, it, like, Giok's the backup for Fedbolt when he fucks up. So Giok shitting out is kind of strange. That never happens. Usually he's consistent. But hey-ho, we work with it. <laughs> your new backup just fails, but your main's still going? Like, all right. Yeah, I'm like, mm. But anywho, I, I'm, I, I don't know. How convinced are you that we're, like, close to the end of the Empire? Uh, I mean, if shit didn't just, like, get real, real quick in the next couple of years, I'd be honestly surprised. Like, yeah. genuinely yeah. surprised. Um, like, I mean, it's just, it's just a lot of bad signs, dude. Like, as gay as it sounds, like, there is no unity. There's no, like, societal fabric that's kind of tying everybody together really anymore. Nah. Um, it's fucking... They, they tried it. It's, it's hate, it's hate your neighbor type shit. No, they haven't. It's fucking... Well... Biden's okay. sitting there like, dude, it's like you're sitting there. You're going to sit there and be like, we're going to have a country of unity. And then, like, you're trying to pass, like, extensive, like, massive gun control measures within your first couple months in office. Like, yeah, bro, that's a really undivisive topic to start just, like, executive ordering is gun shit. Yeah, it's fucking unifying. That'll really calm everything down real quick, bud. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, after, like whatever the ridiculous amount of new gun owners there is like completely ordinary you know people who aren't extremists in any way have picked up a gun for self-defense and anything from a fucking pistol to an ar or whatever anything they could get fucking everything's gone Dude, everything's <laughs> gone it's really uh, funny it's really funny the guns i still see in st i mean there's a lot of firearms in stock still um the variety's kind of down like i said ak's are kind of out there's never a huge stock of ak's so when a bunch of people start buying them, it's really noticeable for me because it's like yeah. the only, like I said, the only AK I saw in stock at a gun store, I went to like two or three of them uh, a couple weeks ago, looked around for shit and fucking, I found one AK between the three of them and it was a fucking like Sam 7 SF Arsenal fucking AK and they're selling for like 2100. I'm like, yep, that makes sense. Yeah, every time I every time I go into go into a gun shop, the guy just kind of looks at me sad, like you here for ammo or guns? Because I got I got neither. There's, there's one like up by one of the places I work, and he's this new New Jersey guy, and he's always just upset with the situation. Yeah, I mean it's fucking people are just mass panic buying shit, and it's kind of annoying to be honest. Oh well, yeah, because I I mean so many of these people, you know, they they'll uh. One second they'll be grabbing a gun, next they're like, "No, no, no, we sh it's, we should be." I I do believe in common sense. Well, but it's a yeah, and it's a bunch of people that have no fucking idea what they're getting. Like I remember, oh, uh, I remember my buddy, my buddy up in Cleveland when he was uh, he was like actually going when he picked up his AR because he didn't want to. All of his guns were still in Arizona being stored, um, because like he lived in an apartment right now and there's just not enough room for them all. Um, he has more. He, he, uh, yeah, yeah. There's just not enough room for for all I love that. firearms. Yeah, so he went out and bought a new AR. So now he has two ARs technically, but he went and bought a new one, a better one actually. And fucking, he was like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "I walked in." He's like, "You like look? You know, you look around a gun store, and you're like, mm, maybe about 30, 40 percent of the people blatantly don't know what the fuck they're doing there, what they're looking at and looking for. Usually, typically, he was like the vast majority. He's like 80, 90 percent of the people here are just like." I want a gun. And gun guy, the guy, the guy at the counter, he literally heard this. And guy at the counter's like, what do you want? They're like, gun. <laughs> and he's like, like, do you want a pistol? Do you want a shotgun? Do you want a rifle? I don't know. I want a gun. <laughs> like, want gun. For what? What do you want it? Like, what? 
purpose are you trying to serve? Like, what? Dude, look around. Dude, a lo- a that, lot of that, guns. That's going to that's gonna be one of the worst things about this because when I used to go in, literally, I had a I had one store that I'd go to and uh, multiple multiple attendants there, multiple times I went in, asked if I was like former British military because what, what else would a Brit be doing, you know, in a in a gun store in America. Like I must have moved here and I must know my shit and be former military. That's how and they would always like start to add the military discount. I'm like, fuck no. And I was like, ah shit. I should just come about I don't give a fuck. But yeah. But 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 I was just so annoyed by the fact they presumed um that I had to be a, a dumbass and speak out against it. But uh now it's changed. It used to be like, you know, they used to just presume I'm military. Now it's they presume I'm a fucking idiot who moved here and uh I'm just like a scared Brit, like, oh I, I'm in America, I need a weapon. Yeah. It... Sorry about that. Hey you good. What did you just crack? Uh uh ice white claw iced tea. Lemon flavor. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh but yeah, dude. I mean uh going on about like guns and shit though i mean it's just it's kind of just evidence of where things are going and it's like when you have, and that's that's this is all because a bunch of normies are fucking scared and when the normies are that scared you know shit's getting wild yeah yeah when, when it stops being like you know preppers and because and, for years preppers on tv it's been like you know you, you laugh at them you're like look at this fucking crazy guy with like three years of food and look at all his guns these guys are such rednecks you know lunatics and now everyone's like oh fuck i wish i'd have done that <laughs> i mean i think it was also a lot of people had their their world broken open as to like they kind of witnessed like oh like cops won't protect me like if shit gets bad like i'm fucked you saw the same thing yeah. happen after like the LA riots and shit. Like you saw an uptick in gun ownership, but like you had riots all across the fucking country. And there's a lot of people who lived through like the cops just being like, nope, and just fucking off. So it's uh it's like, yeah. You may wanna and I mean shit got bad. Like you, you even saw the dude because you see like real dipshits. I love these people who are like get like knives and shit for self-defense you even saw videos you saw a video of a dude with a sword just get jumped in his ass beat by like six guys it's like yeah, you know man. what good i i want more of those videos every every time oh, i hate just, the people just, that fucking i got a knife for self-defense like good yeah like like I, I i had such a such an excellent red flag from a, a girl i spoke to a while ago and my girlfriend's the room so she's gonna look at me now <laughs> but but the first fucking thing she uh like I, I know I don't know how it came up, but I was talking, I was talking about self defense because I'm a lunatic. I guess I must have forced it in real real early. And she's no, like, "Oh yeah, right. I carry I carry I carry a, a karambit for self defense." I'm like, "Okay, well you're retarded and you'll die." Anyway, moving on. You're retarded and you will die. Oh, tell me I said hi by the way. Jared says hi. <laughs> <laughs> she says hi back. Do you, do you want to say hi? Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, hey, man. Hey. I mean, it's hey Jared. What's up? <laughs> she doesn't have the headphones on but <laughs> i miss you I, I miss you too i miss you guys a lot actually it's kind of kind of sucks i left a lot of my az az family back there you know yeah we like i mean if if we'll hit the south someday and we'll have to hopefully you'll have a homestead oh, by then no yeah bro any especially when i if i get some property i mean even now you guys ever want to fucking just journey out to the good old state of kentucky for 
fucking some reason. Uh, I mean, yeah. Fucking, <laughs> well, let me know. The, the, there's like there's like a lot of the southern states that I want to see still because I I've only like briefly hit the East Coast, done like the New York thing, and uh, like done Florida, DC, yeah. like n- n- nothing. You know, it's it's all concrete. Who, who I really. I really want to try. Honestly, I really want to try to move down to like, uh, like Dry Ridge, Kentucky, like mm. Dry 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 Ridge or like Williamstown, fucking like middle the middle of fucking Kentucky, like right in between. Is that like fucking, bourbon country in, or? Yeah, it's like in between because you have the seventy one South just fucking right down the fucking center of Kentucky, and it's like between off the highway between fucking Covington, Cincinnati, and like. Uh, the fuck's that goddamn city fucking south kentucky <sighs> i could not help you <laughs> it's the other oh like lexington yeah lexington was mm. like that yeah so it's like in between those it's like smack dab middle of fucking kentucky it's nice it's, it's redneckville i do a lot of jobs out there and it's like from here it takes me like 45 minutes does it does it feel like home a little bit or like it could be yeah it's just, yeah, it's like these dinky-ass little towns. Anna, like, drive rich. She was like, oh, fuck. Like, they got a Walmart and a gas station. It's like, you have civilization <laughs> They're right civilized. There. They're civilized, yeah. I'm like, oh, they got a tractor supply? It's fucking literally all we need. We're good. We're good. Fuck yeah. Dude, that, that, that's all I want. I mean, oh, yeah. So, um, I, I heard you guys talking about being officially classified as, like, extremists by uh, CID and all that. Yeah, dude, 100%. It's fucking Look, great, dude. I, us, us too. <laughs> like by name, by name, the E militia are considered like dangerous, and I, I guess a uh, a radicalizing element. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, a, a mutual friend of ours who I, I won't name, and I'll tell you after we're done recording. But yeah, he he got asked about us and his involvement with us, which is fucking crazy. <laughs> it's like Jesus. I mean, like. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we, we have listeners in Quantico and Virginia, uh, in uh, Quantico and Langley, so I was like, yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and fucking, especially with everything's going right now, but yeah, I mean, the lawyer that's involved with that whole thing straight up told us, like, you have nothing to worry about. There's nothing you can, they can do to you because you're civilians. They're just, it's yeah. labeling you as political extremists. And we were just like, oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> yes we made it <laughs> and then of course on the centennial episode i'm talking about i'm making jokes about jokes keyword jokes about blowing <laughs> up like post offices and shit in minecraft just just, fucking, just dead post and wherever yeah, you go just, you're like i, I don't I, have a platform anymore fucking, so fuck fucking come right back on fucking biting the bullet for the centennial episode i'm immediately talking about like federal buildings and explosives in the same sentence like after everything i'm like yeah be amazing like, if all, I all right, here are, here are the key words not to say together next to each other. All right, I will read them on air. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, dude, because it's like they're 100%. I mean, our podcast is definitely at least being transcribed at this point. I mean, probably most most podcasts of our variety probably are. Oh, um, yeah. Like so anything. They're, they're, like, I, I mean, probably hear, like the word go, you know? Yeah, I mean, they're probably not going to even go after things like uh, – was it like libertarian the old burning boots and libertarian friendship simulator because they're more just shit posters but like when we're sitting here like actively and very in a tactical level talking about like 
militant type shit with our ideology. Oh yeah, like what, one definitely... day we're talking about acquiring weapons via 3D printing or like, you know, just, just buying priorities. Or just, or just straight up putting out multiple episodes about fucking Boogaloo and like Civil Wars. Yeah, and, yeah like, I, I, military... I've never changed... M- Mel was like, we should maybe change the name of episode two because it's literally episode two Electric Boogaloo and we talk about... that's that's I think that's the earliest... We talk about it like at length, and it's like some pretty hardcore shit, you know, talking about what the whole thing was about. And uh, so, yeah, if you're if you're starting to pick through our episodes for um, <clears throat> questionable content, you go to episode two, and you're already deep in it. <laughs> yeah. And and if if you're CID, that's making you shit your pants, thinking you're gonna get like a nice hit on someone. Honestly, I just uh, hope I made I made I made our FBA. FBI agent laugh. That's all I care about. I just when they listen to it, I hope at least one of them just I got a chuckle. Just <laughs> well, you know you've you've got to have radicalized a few of them. I mean, most of them are probably vets and shit. He does make some good points if you think yeah, about it's, it, it's doesn't like, he? Wait, wait, wait! Burning the shit and trash in Afghanistan might have given me cancer. <laughs> right. The VA sucks. I, I I guess I I guess I kind of knew those things. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We, I, we've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say we've radicalized at least, at least two, two federal agents. I'm hoping it's more, but you know, multiple I mean, most... listens in Langley, and Quantico gives me hope. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of funny. Maybe, maybe there's just some like board officer instructors. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we. I mean, uh, Biden and Bola definitely has a very uh, large. Uh, former active military, duty. former military and active military audience. Like yeah. I remember during that Centennial episode, I kept hearing like the taxpayer dollars, and it's all fucking like, dude, it's like active duty fucking master sergeants and gunnery <laughs> yeah, sergeants, yeah. and fucking that was blowing my mind. Like staff sergeants that have been in for fucking years. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's it's guys like a lot of the time they were guys in, similar to you guys' age, but then they just stayed in. You know, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't say fuck this. That, that, dude, that's weird. To mostly because that Air too. Force and shit. Like, if I had stayed in, I'd probably be a gunnery sergeant right now. That's fucking terrifying, that's fucking gunny, gunny Jared. Right, right bro. Like, because I was a, I picked up a sergeant during like terminal leave, but I was, I was basically, I was a corporal. I always usually say I got out as a corporal. Because, like, yeah. when you're already, like, doing fucking drugs fucking on your terminal leave two weeks <laughs> after leaving base, you're still technically in the Marine Corps, but you're on terminal leave, and you get some piece of paper after doing coke all night that's like, you're a sergeant now. You're like, yeah. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't really count. Like, you know, it's like... I, I, I don't know. I, I would argue in the old days, that's probably how how it was, you know? <laughs> they were probably, it's like, probably bump, bumping and smoking long before there was regs about it. Yeah, but it's like you figure... If fucking if I had stayed in, then right at the end of like right as I reenlisted, I picked up sergeant, and then probably within those next four years, I'm definitely hitting staff at least. So I'd be at the very least. And if in my MOS, I probably if my if the scores had worked out right, I'd probably within within those eight two enlistments, I'd be I'd be looking at Gunny. I well, I mean, retention's so fucked as well that... Yeah, I mean, 086, and then my, my MOS picks up, like, if you stay in and you've got good pros and cons and your score's, like, decent, you pick up you pick up very quickly um, in my MOS just because of the way it's built, the way way my job was built. As, as a forward observer, there's only so many of us. 
yeah. that it's like almost useless to even have lance corporals and pfcs so it's like basically as you get any amount of experience you pick you pick up and fucking rank pretty quick like i picked up corporal like two and a half three years Man. and yeah. then sergeant and sergeant and another by the end of my enlistment that's something i uh the your your mos is something i actually wanted to talk about as as a we can lightly touch on some tactical technical shit you know <laughs> Because people are gonna see you are on it, and they're gonna be like, "How are we talking about that kind of shit?" So we gotta, <laughs> we, 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 we gotta, gotta um, feed into expectations. But well, um, it's about if it's questions about aircraft and indirect fire. I mean, it's been a couple of years, but I'll probably <laughs> well, well, I mean, hopefully there should still be like some burning anger about what I want to talk about, which is uh, what makes what would make your job really fucking difficult. What would be the best way to uh, make someone in your position ineffective? Uh, getting in really close, um, getting in really close and within multiple angles makes it harder for me to, uh, figure out my geometries and, uh, like project my risk estimate distances on where I can drop munitions. And yeah, in that case, and that, in that case, I can offset my munitions to at least put the majority of like the risk estimate over my enemy forces. But in that point, I'm, um, I'm doing inaccurate fires. I'm not. I'm not accurately uh, dropping munitions on enemy positions. Um, some of those weapons are not that I do have really low, low reds in. So reds is uh, risk estimate distance is at what um, distance from a munition being dropped is there a one in one thousand chance of a casualty? So uh, something like a fucking Hellfire, uh, like an AGM-114 fucking mic, which is uh, the Blast Frag fucking Hellfire, has a risk estimate of about 95 meters. So it's very, very small. That's literally, um, in 95 meters, there's a 1 in 1,000 chance of a, a piece of shrapnel hitting a fucking enemy force. But, obviously, if you think about it, um, that is not a very effective weapon. Hellfire suck is anti-personnel. You pretty much have to put it right on top of them. Hmm. But so like that, right in the that, middle of the wedding. Yeah. So those kinds of munitions are really <laughs> like I can use them more effectively, but it's really hard. So yeah, get in close and uh, um, move positions. You gotta you gotta make me lose and have to reacquire positive identification or PID a lot um, because I have to reassess on where I can drop my munitions. It's when it's when a dude fucking sits there on a fucking building corner with a fucking rpk for fucking about 10 15 fucking minutes that it's like it makes my job very 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 easy um especially like once once i have a moving target i still have to try to get that that air asset onto target so that requires a lot more back and forth with trying to get the aircraft onto the target instead of friendly forces mm. yeah i mean i because i the, the way I, th I see things going is State's gonna get more and more fucking desperate to cling on to its power as it gets as it has less and less respect. And we all know what happens when you know. I mean, we we get Kent states. And yeah, I mean, I'm it, I mean, most of it, most of it. I mean, on all honesty, it'll take a lot for the U.S. government to have to use something like what I had, like oh like yeah, literally attack helicopters or fucking like close air support on a civilian population. But, I mean, at that point, it it's probably just full on open fucking warfare. But um. Uh, for, I mean, for oh, infantry on infantry, huh? Did, did you hear recently? Uh, uh, Air National Guard F fifteen was activated. I think it was. It might have been L A National Guard. And oh, uh, I don't give a fuck about no, an F fifteen. 
No, no, no. Let me, let me, let me get to it. So, so they were, they were. This is very early days of like you know the the dying of the American Empire, and they were they were ready to activate it to fly it over like George Floyd um, verdict rioters. They were gonna fly it like low to like yeah, they're them. they're gonna do a short force, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, ooh, that's that's a spicy thing. Like People, just just that kind people, of escalation in, in tactics. Or uh, I mean, show show force is show force. I mean, if you're used to it, and you know what they're doing. You're just like, okay, fuck you. Oh, uh, but I mean. Uh, you don't have to be, for one, um, you don't have to be scared of F-15s. Those pilots train predominantly to fight other pilots. Even, even now when there's no other pilots to fight, most of those aircraft platforms, those pilots, <laughs> they don't train to like, professional they, I mean, they have the capability of dropping bombs and obviously they have 20 millimeter guns, but like that aircraft for one, a fucking, if you, if you're going to be strafed by any aircraft, pray it's like an F-15 because that thing flies <laughs> way too fucking fast even like when it fucking goes into like low speeds to like really get like a good gun run like it's just nah like i had, i actually had f-15s on station in afghanistan and they were fucking terrible i hated having them <laughs> it was like yeah i got my 20 millimeter gun and like one fucking bomb i'm like and i'm on just station oh i'm on station for like <laughs> 15 fucking minutes i'm like really 15 minutes Wow, you're a fucking big help, dude. You're fucking you're you're gonna be on station for me for a whopping fucking fifteen minutes. You're fucking you're my goddamn hero. I don't know what I would do without it. you, man. <laughs> fucking the Taliban attacks in this one fifteen minute span, man. I'm in a fucking good spot with you in the sky. Let me tell you. See, like, because because we always we always laugh when um. When people say like, "Oh, well, how could you win against the military? They've got tanks and jets." And so, to, to me, it was just and and you know, we we've always laughed at that because if you second you start using those on on an I mean, insurgent population within your own borders, you've kind of already lost in a way. Yeah, yeah, and there's and there's always gonna be. I mean, you gotta be honestly, you gotta be more scared of fucking aircraft than you do any kind of armored vehicles. Armored vehicles are fucking super easy. I mean, they just, you just don't fight them. It's just fucking. It's why we don't. Send well, yeah, tanks. yeah, yeah. It's why we don't send tanks and shit to Afghanistan and stuff anymore. Iraq, where we didn't when I was going. Um, they did in the early stages, but even then, they were kind of fucking useless. Just fucking this behemoth driving around. Maybe it'll put a shell in a building, but like, okay. Um, but like aircraft, I mean, it's also uh, quick engagements. Um, aircraft, the probably the easiest way to uh deal with conventional military aircraft is to figure out uh how when the enemy has aircraft on station um like oh, regular, like, like the guys radioing outside of bases yeah and so you're gonna have say you have like a unit in charge of an area and you're fucking you know you're you're doing gangster shit in that area um easy <laughs> way to deal with it is basically fucking start with pop shots and then escalate those pop shots until you can get those dickheads to start trying to call an aircraft and then try to time from when you're engaging your shots to when those aircraft show up. Do that a couple times. You have a pretty good idea of when they don't have aircraft already on station, how long it takes them to get um, air support. And then you just limit your engagement windows to those time frames. And I mean, you're talking about uh, probably anywhere from when, you know, your first fucking squad leader or JFO or fucking um, 
like fat, like forward air control or any kind of FO fucking starts, you know, receiving enough contact that he's like, uh, we might, okay, I'm going to do my job. Um, and then he <laughs> actually starts pulling up your target information, requesting aircraft. Those pilots from standby have to run to their fucking aircraft or be retasked from other areas and fly, fly in and everything else. I mean, you're talking about engagement windows for like five, 15 minutes. Um, yeah. And then you just fuck off and just dissipate. You melt and, you know, it's still an aircraft. It's still trying to just discern small little fucking thermal signatures amongst other thermal signatures. I mean, so you just, you know, just melt in with the population as quickly as you can within that window. And then you it's just, you just got to figure out when, if they always have aircraft like the Taliban figured out really quick, like not to engage us when we were first coming in. Cause they did a couple times, but then our Cobras, that were escorting our fucking CH 53s would just light their asses up. <laughs> so uh, they wouldn't engage our helicopters. They would wait for us to land. And then they realized that those Cobras would fuck off within about, uh, about 20 minutes or so. So then the Cobras would fuck off. Um, one of them would fuck off immediately with the CH 53s, but then we'd usually have another section that would kind of hang out for a little bit, but then they would go away. And then there for a while for like fucking three quarters of our deployment, we would have like an hour window where we just didn't have aircraft tasked to us. And it was like, right as the sun's starting to come up and fucking like, fucking we're, we're, yeah, dude, it's like, Oh, so right when our night vision fucking capabilities that give us an edge at night are fucking going away, we also don't have aircraft. So it's just us hanging out <laughs> in this fucking village with some like MRAP, with some fucking MRAPs. Yeah. So they would attack us like almost every time. Like it just yeah. fucking um like instantly that sun would peak. You start being able to see pretty clearly without NVGs. And you just hear tat 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 tat. You're like ah, oh, there it is. Yeah, they don't like us here, guys. It's fucking <laughs> bad ball. village, bad right, village. <laughs> right, right on fucking cue, boys. And then finally, yeah. like fucking three quarters into the deployment, our command was like, maybe it's not a good idea to leave our guys without air support right as the sun's coming up. Like, no, really, man. Who the fucking thought that was a good idea? Man's fucking Sun Tzu. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's aircraft. <laughs> and I mean, you just got to know. I mean, it's always, it's, I mean, all war is about knowing your enemy. You also got to know, yeah. like, what the fucking capabilities and limitations of different platforms are. Like, yeah, jets, everybody always usually looks at jets like, oh my God, jets are fucking scary. It's like, yeah, dude, except they're gone in 20 minutes. How much fucking yeah, like, fuel, you know how much fucking fuel those things burn? Like maybe on a Harrier you'll get like 30 minutes out of it, but like then it's going away. I'm more scared of like KC 130s or AC 130s or fucking attack helicopters because they hang out for about anywhere between 40 minutes to fucking KC 130s. I had a KC 130 on station. That's an AC 130, but also it has missiles instead of guns. So it has <laughs> a bunch of Griffins and Hellfires. They just kick out the back of a fucking C 130. And it fucking it, they fly towards the earth and kill shit. Um, but they loiter. There's those like an AC-130. Those loiter. They'll fucking just, just fly around in circles for like an hour, hour and a half. And they have really good sensors. So I mean, they're a really great asset to have for close air support. Um, but like that's probably yeah. the most you'll get out about an hour, hour and a half, and then they go away. Yeah. If it, if I see a uh, any kind of C-130 in the sky, I'm staying home. Staying home. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's, no a little too, today. it's a little too far up for me to see what it has, but I don't want to find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stay ignorant and alive. It could just be a uh, transport helicopter or it could have a 105 howitzer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to find out. See, I'm I'm very curious about 
when we're going to get to a point that collateral damage and also just like uh the the general message of the media has gotten to the point where it's acceptable to drone strike people within your own borders because we've already we the police have used drones to kill people before um did you do you remember a few years ago they used like a like a bomb like a, a bomb disposal drone or like remote control whatever the fuck you want to call it robot uh it was i think it was during the ferguson right like that kind of era yeah i mean they blew and up that the, they blew up that army vet that was shooting cops in yeah, dallas yeah. with a fucking that's drone. that's the one yeah. yeah um and so they've already you know that they're, they're willing to use remote control shit to kill americans obviously i mean we, i mean they they always have been it's more just like an optics game of how I'm just, acceptable I'm, is i'm it. just really tired of people being scared of drones What's why shouldn't we be? Uh, because most of the time the FO, I mean, probably it'll probably be different in America, but at least because obviously the ranges. But like, I mean, from what I remember, their comms suck. Um, their pilots some faggot in fucking Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. <laughs> and then uh, like they don't carry a lot. Like even a fucking Reaper, you get maybe eight help. Hey, eight, eight Hellfires can still fuck up like a determined insurgent Even a, even, day, a bla- you know? even a blast flag frag Hellfire could fucking literally come through my fucking ceiling into my fucking kitchen and blow up right now, and me and Anna would probably be fine. <laughs> and <laughs> kitchen's literally next door to both of us right now, and it we would. I mean, it would suck. We'd have a really like probably have a mild concussion from just the the pressure difference, and then. You know, ears would be ringing quite a bit, but and is is that like the main payload? Yeah, that's Hellfires. Hell, it's Hellfires. They I, don't have they don't have fucking I, anything else. They don't have. I, I was reading something. Oh, sorry. I mean, I, you'll see certain dumb shit from like fucking you know probably you know some future weapon type stuff or whatever. But I mean, if you're talking about like actual like utilized armaments. Like a, a Reaper is probably the most widely used, which is it's just a Predator, but it's bigger. Um, and then a yeah. Predator, a Predator maybe carry, I think carries four, four Hellfires. And here's the thing too, is they don't even carry mics. Every single one of their, their Hellfires, they're uh, known as AGM 114 Papas. And every single one of those is a dual purpose. So it's actually an anti-tank Hellfire with a fucking blast frag sleeve just kind of thrown on top of it. So it's even less effective. So, like, they developed this thing again for professional war, like they always do, and then like, ah, we could use this to just assassinate people too. Yeah, it's just cheaper. You literally took uh, an <laughs> AGM one fourteen kilo, which is an anti tank Hellfire. Your your what you think of as a Hellfire, and they literally just took that and they threw a fucking blast, like literally a sleeve around it. That's just blast fragmentation, blast ah blast fragmentation sleeve, and then yeah, now it's a dual purpose Hellfire. It's fucking hmm. your fucking reds on that shit's like fucking literally like 50 50 or 60 meters i have a one in 1000 chance of causing a casualty one in 1000 yeah that's a fucking expensive way to fight a war but i mean as long as no boots are like, on the ground and no one's dude, getting hurt i mean dude we've literally i mean we blew fucking dudes off motorcycles with fucking hellfires and they just got right back up jumped on their motorcycle <laughs> and continued about their fucking day bro Everybody's always fucking, you're going to get drone strikes. Yeah, and I'll probably be all right. Like, (laughs) unless it fucking lands, like, right on top of me, like, or hits my car or fucking comes into the same exact room I'm in. Like, I'll probably be all right. 
it'll definitely tell me something's going on. Yeah, I mean, you just gotta. I mean, this is just ignorance of military oh, yeah. munitions and fucking everything like that. Like, obviously, I've it used to be my job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, not as like as much as it's most not of like us a like fucking... guns and shit. We don't know about. Yeah, you know, we we, we know I mean, what the they do, thing. but we don't know. I mean, uh... it's, it's the same thing with an Abrams. Like, if somebody's like. Oh fucking tanks! I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do with it? Do to a fucking tank in the boogaloo? Like what? I'm gonna wave at it as it drives by. Like, what's up, bro? <laughs> you want a cigarette? Here, here's a cigarette. You fucking stay safe down there. Yeah, that fuel <laughs> truck. That fuel truck for that fucking jet engine and that motherfucker's coming up probably about three miles behind you, right? All right, that's cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that's what uh, Iraqis did. Um, they couldn't fucking you couldn't destroy our Abrams tanks. But the thing has a fucking jet engine. It gets like half a mile to the gallon. It fucking so the fuel. Wait, that, trucks, that's the whole thing. The fuel like, trucks are coming right up behind that motherfucker, and they ain't got armor. Yeah, like when people used to, you know, discuss the various ways, like any kind of civil war, revolution, whatever you want to call it, boogaloo would go down. Is they they would hop on and on about the actual fighting itself. It's like, fuck no, you fuck up the supply lines, you don't have to kill a single person. And, or you know, like, I, I, I mean, I, I, a lot of people, a lot of people forget uh, one of the tenets of Sun Tzu and they're talking about this shit too. It's like, there's always the option that I can just like not fight you. Yeah. Like, I don't have to fight you just because you're here. Like, there's plenty of villages. We went through one day, completely peaceful. Nothing happened. We came through another, it was a goddamn fucking like two hour firefight. It's like, I choose when I want to fight you. Yeah, yeah. They, you think professional I'm gonna, soldier you think, is overrated you, as fuck. The, you think I'm going to fight you when you got a bunch of fucking Abrams tanks, fucking A-10s flying overhead, helicopters, and like all this other bullshit? Fuck no, I'm going to hang out. Smoking, my, <laughs> smoking a pipe on my front porch, drinking whatever fucking bullshit you let me drink still, and you know, <laughs> smiling and waving at you. Go by, what's up, bro? Yeah. So, like, a lot of these villages you go through, this is something I listened to your Centennial, you, you were mentioning, you know, the, the fucking Afghanis have way more freedom than the average American. They have a, a nice field of a weed growing next to the house they have an RPK sitting in. Yeah. Did you guys, uh, I, I know you guys said you were, like, fucking basically DEA over there. Were you uh, confiscating their guns and their drugs? No. Oh, just the, just the drugs? No. Um, the only time we ever confiscate any drugs, no, because we're not... Contrary to popular belief, we're not complete retards. I mean, a lot of our lieutenants <laughs> are, but a lot of the other, at least in my unit, like a lot of the lieutenants were green and they'd freak out about dumb shit. But even the really dumb ones, like you're in Afghanistan and this dude's growing weed in his house. It's like, cool, you're in Afghanistan. This dude's growing weed in his house and he's got guns. Yeah. Like you're in Afghanistan. Um, You'd have a couple of lieutenants that freak out. Be like, I got, like, I remember one time, Oh, my lieutenant was freaking out because he was on he was on uh up in the gun turret with his optics fucking looking out. He's like, I have like six guys with AK-47s walking between compounds. <laughs> and my staff sergeant sitting there and he's like, but like calmly walking. He's like, Yeah, there's six of them. And he was like, Okay, why? Why are you talking about it? Well, because they have AKs, and he's like, Yeah, sir, we're in Afghanistan. Everybody the fucking 12-year-olds <laughs> have AKs. Like Everybody has a fucking. That I would want to. They will school with AKs. God you think it. I'd live in Afghanistan without a fucking AK? Like <laughs> you're out of your goddamn mind. The only time you really truly confiscated or burned shit is when we walked into like a legitimate like drug compound, 
and fucking we did not touch barely ever confiscated i think only one time did we confiscate it's literally because it was another retarded lieutenant he was like we're gonna take it back as evidence and so my buddies is carrying like this 40 pound bag of black tar heroin just fucking <laughs> just like cool man just for no reason all we did was just burn it when we got back to base um right but it's like a lot of the big drug compounds and shit yeah we we torch those um a lot of times they were like laced with ieds so we didn't take anything if you walked into one of those you just didn't touch anything you'd just be like fuck get out you just step exactly where you stepped in and fucking toss a thermite grenade in there and just walk away <laughs> fucking hell i mean uh, Christ, that's that, that's the kind of that's the kind of culture you want to encourage if you're uh fighting a an evil empire not that that's what you were doing you know <laughs> i mean oh, oh. i mean and oh, then what even they then, were doing and i mean even then it's up in the air i mean even my staff and ceos would admit like maybe this compound's held by the taliban and this is like one of their funding sources or it's just the village's fucking rainy day fund that we just set up in flames fucking could be yeah. or who knows i mean with, with just the ussr we're doing the same thing they did <laughs> yeah and then like and then we also had to deal with I mean, one of the one of the fun things that'll be in a boogaloo is I'm sure I'll see it because I see it now and I see it today is the uh, um, amount that U.S. forces will be used to just take out like rivals. Like, dude, we get it all the time, dude. Fucking walk into a village and fucking everybody and their brother knew somebody that was Taliban allegedly. But like, yeah, that fucking dickhead across the street, he's Taliban as fuck. You should uh, kill him. Oh but, my, just witch hunting shit. Yeah, because it's like it's an easy way. Because like for a long time too, U.S. forces, if somebody just came up to us and was like, "Hey, I know where the Taliban is," we'd be like, "Fuck yeah, where's he at, dude?" And fucking <laughs> point, we'd be like, "Oh, let's go fuck this dude up." Yeah, and then nice. like it took us a couple of years to realize, like, hey, maybe the Afghans will do that just to like get rid of like some dude that fucked <laughs> his wife. Couple- yeah, some dude that like fucked his wife a couple years ago, and he's still obviously he's resentful, oh, no, I- and he's like, oh, I can get a bunch I of nineteen year old nineteen <laughs> year old Marines to go in this ho- dude's house and fuck his shit up. Like, yeah, dude, he's <laughs> Taliban as fuck. Oh, yeah, it happened all the time, dude. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> What a way of life. Yeah, dude. Shit. Well, man, I'm I'm high as fucking bulls. I don't know about you. I, I had to put my pen on the charger, to be honest. <laughs> Weak. Yeah, I've, I've been smoking the whole way through, getting less and less capable. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, anything else you want to know, really? Um, dude, insurgency is always just... Uh, conventional shit's really easy to, to take to to take care of you just the main the main power any insurgency has is just it chooses the fight if you're not oh, choosing yeah. the, if you're not choosing the fight you lost you're fucked yeah like you can't like, let and the conventional forces will get a couple victories here and there they'll get like there's 100 percent not not really when i was in afghanistan but like the deployment before mine a couple years back before that they fucking like went on the offensive for like two months against a bunch of Taliban strongholds. It was like heavy firefights and shit. But like they 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 managed to break the like Taliban just had concentrated forces. They concentrated too hard. And then, you know, you finally created a nail for the hammer. 
Yeah, well, that, that's exactly what I've been. Uh, I've been listening to uh, this podcast about the IRA recently. Uh, I think it was the art of asymmetric warfare. The IRA, and, uh, IRA snipers would spend fucking three months practicing to shoot one cop in the groin. <laughs> yeah, like that's how they, fucking dedicated those fucking people were. It's like it'd be a whole goddamn process. Like, here's the fucking gun. We have our trigger man who's trained to use this exact gun. Fucking setting up the situation, yeah. watching where these fucking cops do their route. And it'd be like some shit like, oh, don't shoot him in the chest. I don't know if he has body armor or not, but better safe than sorry. Pelt him, put around through the groin, right into the pelvis, done, drop him, fucking drive away, ditch, clean ditch the rifle, fucking boom, fucking two yep. month op done. And, and like, how fucking effective is that? You've incapacitated the guy, probably disabled him for life. If didn't lose him. And didn't yeah. lose anything in the process. Yep. You didn't lose the gun. You didn't lose the gun will be out of commission for a while as they're making sure it's clean and shit. Um your trigger man will be out uh, out of the game for a little bit just because obviously you don't want to use the same trigger man and fucking you don't lose anything. It all comes back to you in a couple months. You can re re-rotate and start fucking planning out your next target. Yeah, dude. I mean that Those shit, nail bombs and then the actual and I mean there's there's places in Ireland that cops couldn't even walk into. Like the IRA had full yeah. control. Like you, if you were oh, a yeah. cop and you got caught in there, you're dead. You're getting fucking lit yeah. up. Yeah, and at the best of times, you're being ignored like you don't exist by the whole community. You're just, yeah. you're just walking around. You can't talk to anyone. They just look right through you. Won't yeah. serve you. You're, you're like completely cut off from any humanity apart from your fucking barracks, which you're just waiting for the walls to be blown with a, a landmine. It's like... Fucking hell. Yeah, and I mean, that's probably, I mean, that conflict too, Ireland and Britain, that's probably one of the easiest times for a military force because the cultures aren't that different. Yeah. Um, cultures aren't that different. The language is damn near, you know, the same. Fucking everything else. You're literally just like right next door. I think the British had a better time, would ha- had a better time in Ireland against the IRA than some fucking faggot from California trying to patrol like Appalachia and Kentucky. <laughs> I no, think it's I, actually, I it, think there's a more of a stark difference between those cultures and climates and even language than there are between the British and the Irish. Well, even, even just the difference between, you know, once you've been in for, if, even if you're a, a fucking sergeant walking around with a bunch of 19 year old kids, your culture is going to be very different from some redneck who's, you know, he, Never thought about joining the military. He just does his own thing on his own property as his ancestors have been doing for like six generations, you know? Yeah. They are like, they, they do their own thing. They're not like beholden to this guy. Just or, some, or some or dude from fucking Albany, New York, having patrol through like a bayou in Florida. Christ. Yeah. I, I wonder how Katrina went. I, I'm very interested because the limited gun confiscation that went on during Katrina, I wonder how that went down. I mean, that was just, I don't know what, how the fuck that... Uh, that shit was just like what yeah i think that's what it was because it was during such like i mean at that point i mean you gotta figure people aren't like fuck the government and fucking fight and it's just more or less like dude there's a fucking i think it i think the reason i i don't ever like you when people use that like well they took guns at katrina and nobody did shit i'm like yeah probably because they're more kind of scared of like the giant massive natural disaster that just happened that just like happened to just them like, I don't think they're really yeah. thinking about, like, Ready I'm going to fight those National Guards. They come trying to take my gun right now. They're just like, 
uh, so much water. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys are probably just relieved to see some fucking retards of a boat. You it know? was like, yeah, some fucking retards in a boat. You, you want my, like, you want my gun? Your, Let me climb in. Dude, fucking here. Here's my gun. Get You got water? You got water that's not fucking like filled with like broken sewer lines right now? Yeah. Great. No, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that, that is a good point. Whenever someone brings that shit up, fucking bin them. I mean, it's the same thing as when people use Waco as an example of like, you're not going to be able to fight the government, you're just going to get Waco'd. Like, yeah, except the people in Waco had no intentions of fighting the government, and they were just hanging out in like some fucking compound. Yeah, they, like, they were ready to fight the devil, they just didn't know, you know, his, his name was fucking Bill Clinton. Like, dude, the first guy, <laughs> one of the first guys that got shot was like in his underwear eating cereal on his bed. Like, it's not really like a bunch of fucking dudes in the woods like no we're fighting the government like you're not gonna catch them like that like in some building completely couldn't closed in like west texas no no i i have a good authority from david chipman they shot down two helicopters with 50 cal rifles that ah, fuck that guy dude i'm so <laughs> tired dude i am so tired of fucking like government and news agencies blatantly lying and you keep trying to show people this shit and they still just accept like dude like, you remember when ABC News fucking, I, like, literally Brian showed Williams? a Kentucky, uh, no, showed a Kentucky oh. gun range and said it was, like, turkey yes. slaughtering the Kurds. And it's like, I'll, I'll, show, I'll, show pe- I'll show people that. And they're like, oh, and I'm like, but you're still going to watch ABC News? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> why? Why would you do that? Like, obviously, they're lying to you. Like, very blatantly. Like, that's not, like, a mistake. That's just, like, oh, we have, that's. I have this fucking thing that I'm trying to sell. So I just need something that looks yeah. like that. Like, I'm not trying. That wasn't like, oh, I found. Because if you were trying to be truthful, what would have really happened is you actually found footage of like, you were like, oh, you stumbled across like, oh, shit, here's fucking turkey, like killing a bunch of curds. Fuck it. We'll make a yeah. story about it. No, that was I'm going to make this story. I need boom, boom. Like, yeah, it's it's like like we need to go to war in Syria, and I'm going to show you this to you to try and drum up popular support. And then when they didn't fucking get it, it's like, hmm. Dude, that's another thing is the amount of fucking like the amount of pushback there is to a new war. Like the government cannot like, dude, Syria was kind of proof of that. They know, like, like yeah. they cannot put like boots on the ground into one. They cannot invade another country. I mean, obviously we're in fucking yeah. Syria. But like, it's not oh, yeah. like we, and we can't. Do have boots on the we, ground. It's just, yeah. we can't Iraq and Afghanistan, Syria. Like, we can't just move into that motherfucker and just start laying waste. Like, the American populace, thankfully, is so fucking done with that shit. Yeah, we're exhausted. At this Dude, point. yeah, like, that's why it's like, like honestly, I think if fucking the government does try to push like something like a war with Iran or something, it, it would be our undoing. The the number of casualties. And the GDP and military investment that that would fucking necessitate would be more than the American people could take. Yeah, I, like I'm not, like if you want the collapse of the U.S. government, hope that they try to invade Iran. <laughs> oh, dude, we lost. Dude, me. this country has been buried under. I mean, given a lot of people just float. Uh, it's about eight to nine thousand casualties from Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, KIA from Iraq and Afghanistan, fucking tens of thousands of fucking casualties from fucking wounds. Fucking Afghanistan, or if we went to fucking Iran, we'd lose probably, I want to say about ten to 15,000 dudes within probably the first couple months. 
it'd be it'd be that professional award they've been looking for you know yeah like we, iran has we, we, we actual... never stop training for professional wars and you gotta wonder why it wasn't just full-on counterinsurgency it was yeah like... but iran iran doesn't play doesn't fight like iraq iran uh iraq fought in the very a very old way iran has always fought uh three-dimensionally they don't fight like mm. iraq that's why iran and iraq back when iraq actually had a higher population and iraq actually had a quote-unquote on paper stronger military that they struggled against iran because it was fucking they were just fucking doing that old style fucking let's build a bunch of trenches these long defensive formations all clustered together and iran just fucking snugged right up against them they're just like we'll just be fucking right on top of your dick the entire fucking time pound away with that artillery (laughs) motherfucker i don't give a shit um iran doesn't fight like iraq uh they're they they will very quickly utilize their um heavy military equipment and and, an insurgency style conflict like not like i have this heavy defensive formation just hey you're randomly gonna have a semi-decent strategic air to like ground air missile fucking fly at you like that sucks have fun hope you can dodge it like yeah it's yeah it's and they have a much higher population and a much much more territory um it'd be rough those people yeah. are also more educated too. Iranians are typically more educated than Iraqis and Afghans. So it would definitely, and you can see how much that can escalate by the difference in level between Afghanistan and Iraq. Afghanistan is the least educated of all three of those countries. Iraq's substantially more educated than Afghanistan. And as such, the insurgency that was fought by Iraq in its height was fucking far worse than anything Afghanistan ever did. Um, like, straight up fucking like open like basically conflicts like you didn't have a fallujah in afghanistan like you had certain areas that were fucking bad especially north afghanistan but you didn't have a fallujah and you didn't have a ramadi in afghanistan where they were really just grabbing and controlling areas rather than yeah dude like like where the u.s military actually like could not hold ground like us ramadi and fallujah especially ramadi to be honest ramadi was a fucking i mean Dude, you, you, when you were in the Marine Corps and you, you found another Marine that had been in fucking Ramadi in like the mid 2000s, you're just like, fuck, bro. <laughs> like, uh, like, can I buy you a case of beer? Can I buy you some alcohol? Like, <laughs> for your like, pain? It's, dude, it's, uh, yeah, Ramadi was a, Ramadi was a rough, but you didn't, because like Iraq, obviously, they had a more educated populace. And not only that, you had a lot more actually like trained military veterans. Um, that actually just immediately transferred over to fighting insurgencies. So you had guys that had somewhat, I mean, get into Iraq's military, but still you have people with somewhat of a basic knowledge on firearms yeah. and, and tactics and, and, and fighting. Like it's not just some fucking goat herder. Like I'm going to grab daddy's <laughs> rifle, go show me, shoot me some of these motherfucking white boys. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, the education level in Iran's much higher. They're 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 closer to a second world country than the third world country region they live in. Is that a thing, second world country? Yeah. Um. Actually, the I... whole third world, second world, first world has nothing to do with like GDP and like edu- level. Um. The reason I said it the way it is is because oh, the, region, just... the region that Iran is in is considered the third world. Um. Like China and Russia and all that's considered the second world, and like U.S. and Europe's considered first world. Um, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. I think I've heard that before, but I, I yeah. really am upset. Um, them. But Iran, so but obviously between those three areas, there's like different 
there's an obviously stark difference in the education level, the GDP, the industrialization, obviously, obviously, but I'm, what I'm saying is Iran for a third world country has, has almost a second world country's um, ability to, to wage. Yeah. I, I mean, Iran before we, you know, before we installed our dictator in that, it looked like a European country. Yeah. If you look back to, you know, old pictures, it was it fifties, sixties, right before the revolution, it looked like somewhere you could happily go on vacation with, without a care, like women in bikinis and shit and like, yeah. you know, real, real, real nice clean cities. And then of course we, we, we decided that wasn't really profitable enough I mean, to us. Real more <laughs> fucked up would be, uh, what's going on with Russia and Ukraine right now. Holy shit. Yep. They're heating up again. That's, Cause they're like, that's a, that's a fucking white people war, dude. I, I showed, um, uh, who was Agora Bruin from fucking Twitter, I had showed him yeah. a video uh, I found on YouTube because I remember because that Ukrainian-Russian sh- shit was really popping off in 2014 when me and my buddy had just gone back from Afghanistan. And we fucking, I remember, dude, we were we were following like five, six dudes on YouTube that were like both fighting and videograph, like video type, t- doing videos on that conflict. And fucking, dude, there is some heavy shit. Like my one of my favorite ones is one I showed in, uh, the uh, inner circle discord um, to like fucking agro brewing and a couple other people. Cause I was mentioning it. It's a fucking bunch of Russian mercenaries. They got um, a couple BMP ones and a couple fucking like BTR eighties and nineties. And they're assaulting this position across an open field using the armored vehicles as cover and fucking, you know, popping rounds out from around the vehicle. Um, they're doing the typical military shit where they're like, fuck dude, I think we're actually pushing in the wrong area. And the guys are like, ah, fuck it. We'll just keep going. Um, and then Christ. eventually they're sitting there like, dude, no, I think we're at a bad spot. Like we're starting to get, take shots from like our flank and everything. But <laughs> Russians kind of act like Americans were just like, fuck it. We'll just keep pushing. So, the, yeah, I mean, they're assaulting. They're doing a pretty decent assault, you know, steadily just moving forward using their armor until a uh, Ukrainian self-propelled gun. So a tank without a turret fucking pops up over this fucking berm. Russians react just fine. They fucking this is all video, by the way, from the Russian perspective. So they fucking lob like six RPGs at this motherfucker, um, like the like the way you're supposed to, not like the Taliban Afghan way where they just there's lobbing RPGs intermittently. No, they shoot this motherfucker almost exactly at once. However, so then they're sitting there, all the smoke plumes off. Couple dudes are reloading, and they're sitting there just waiting. Like we get it, we get it, we get it. And then you just see the fucking muzzle flash of that thing's main gun going off. <laughs> and, then, and then the camera guy turns, you just see his BMP on fire, just rolling backward. All the Russians subtitled like, oh, fuck, 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 pull back, pull back. <laughs> and you just keep hearing this fucking go, boom, and fucking, they're just like, shit, 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 shit. And they're just pulling all the way back across this fucking field. And I remember, dude, I'm like, I still look at that. I'm like, I'd shit myself. Like, Dude. I was those Russians. I can 100% see myself as one of those Russians. Like, just, <laughs> just like, you know, some different alternate universe. I wind up being one of those dudes. And fuck it, I could, I could feel just everything on their faces. Like, I mean, the whole time, they don't lose any hope. The whole time, they're like, eh, we're in the wrong position. Fuck it, we'll make it. Let's just go. We'll fucking, we'll just push through. You know, we still have an enemy force in front of us. Let's just go. <laughs> fuck, there's a fucking SPG. There's a fuck. That's a serious target. Like, oh, uh, oh, fuck. Like, that can kill our armor. All right, fucking RPGs, baby. Lot them motherfuckers. Bum, 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 bum. Fucking sitting there, sitting there, watching the smoke, watching the smoke. Like, all right, we get it. And then all of a sudden, your friends are on fire in an armored vehicle running away. Like, nope, nope. All right, we're done. Let's fucking pack it up, boys. Go home. We're fucked. Yeah. 
people people don't show that that conflict enough respect i mean it's been going on what like six years now no yeah i mean the height of it's not done and now it's fucking it's kind of popping back up again where ukraine yeah because they they, they get the sense that that, yeah we're we're sick of fucking fighting wars so we don't want to put our people there at at most we're going to fight a proxy war we would oh dude we would not want to fight we would not the american civilization would not be able to handle a fight against another conventional power yeah Uh, and and, yeah Russia. Especially not Russia, dude. Like, I mean, all their tactics are about the same, too. Like, Russian Russian doctrine is all fucking mass fucking armor pushes with just infantry and mechanized forces just flooding through the fucking gaps. Like, you'd actually have to fight somebody that's going to fucking come at you, with, like, with a sledgehammer. Like, they're going to smash you. That's that's how they fight. That's how Russian doctrine is, is fucking, I'm going to mass, like, fucking 4,000 fucking tanks, and I'm just going to fucking punch my way through a fucking hole and then from that hole i'm just gonna have all these fucking mechanized and motorized divisions just fucking pour through it and it's yeah it's it's it's, like what people people joke about the american tactic being (laughs) but in actuality american American tactics are a lot more uh fire support it's a lot more artillery air power fucking combined arms you know um blowing the ever-living piss out of a bunch of shit and then depending on which branch you got, the Marines will like charge bayonets with no ammo and go stab a bunch of people in the face. But the army will like methodically move up this fucking hill, like with just fucking all this firepower just raining hell down in front of them. Um, so that, I mean, but like just mass armor fucking doctrine, like that's not a good time. And you would not want to be on the receiving end because maybe you got to figure, especially open conflict breaks out, like the United States could maybe get uh like a an expeditionary unit of maybe like 15 to twenty thousand troops there maybe a month like actually built up like ready to fight and the first waves of those would be like completely understaffed like light infantry like ranger battalion shit like that which are heavy hitters but like a ranger battalion is not gonna fuck all against like a, a, a solid armored push so it's yeah then that'd be fun that's, It'd be an awful fucking war to get into. Even if nukes didn't fucking come into the field, you're talking fucking hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of casualties. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's been you know in and out of populated areas in Ukraine for the whole conflict. You know, it, yeah, you, you can drive to the the front line from fucking Paris. It's not some you know some imaginary place to to Western society. It's <laughs> there. Yeah, so, I mean. And Russia's moved shit to the border, so yeah. And I mean, Ukraine has a fighting chance because, uh, in some aspects, like if it actually came to an open conflict, Ukraine does have a moderately sized military force, like actual conventional force. Their main fucking, the main thing that would happen probably is they were smart would just be doing a fighting retreat to that giant. I forgot the name of it. But that giant fucking river that just runs straight down the middle of their country. Because that would definitely slog down the Russians quite a bit. And I mean, basic tactics is basic tactics. And then hopefully the Russians would have to... Because I think Europe, would, especially a lot of those Eastern countries, would be put on fucking high alert. And their militaries would start to mobilize pretty quickly if that broke out. Um, which in turn would force Russia to dedicate forces to their border as well. Because they would fear retaliation from Europe. So it kind of it, it Ukraine would have a fighting chance. Yeah, not a good <laughs> chance, but a fighting chance. 
as long as we sacrifice enough of our children to go <laughs> defend that country that none of us really care about. I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> fucking... I mean, that's what it would come down to, is whether basically Britain, Germany, and France would get involved. Or yeah. any combination, or even a single one of them. Because that's a pretty... Not a large military force, but at least a modern, like a fully equipped modern military force. Like it's yeah, not, I, Ukraine's a modern force, but they're still pretty hodgepodgey with a lot of shit that is, they just picked up basically. Um, not like something like Germany, France, or Britain, where you guys actually have like a modern, you know, fully central military force that has like, you yeah. know, all supply equipment I mean, and logistics britain's kind of britain's kind of fucked at the minute they're very understaffed their retention is fucking abysmal um yeah. and also they've been preparing for war with russia for a long fucking time and they're they're very high into it like uh i'm not sure if you ever heard about the poisoning of like uh what was he a russian a russian agent that had, like turned something like that i forget the specifics but he was in London or in Britain, and he was poisoned by uh, by Russian agents with like radiation. Fucking killed him. Um, yeah. And, and so because of that, there's been like lots of covert shit between Russia and Britain, and so that there's been you know quite the overt proxy war shit between yeah. the U.S. and Russia. I mean, the main and the main thing like a country like Britain would still bring is like y'all for your size still have a pretty ball and fucking naval and aircraft force. So that that yeah. would that would present at least a a threat to Russia. I mean, obviously, you don't have the number of aircraft that fucking Russia actually has, but a lot of their shit's still really outdated. Like, yeah, they got their more advanced shit, but like, I mean, you're still be going. You still have a lot of like, like MiG twenty nines and shit that they'll just bring up. Yeah, against. isn't that ma- they've they really got one aircraft carrier, right? Like the Kuznetsov. Yeah, and it's like one of those barely air. It's got the like big fucking swoop ramp. It yeah, doesn't hold, it's, it's, it doesn't like hold that many sure. aircraft. Yeah, it doesn't hold that many aircraft, and it can't really deploy them very quickly. That's not some like USSR not, shit. They've, they've not like kicking around still. Well, they don't have the they don't have the the catapult, and jet aircraft are too heavy for anything but really that. That's probably oh. the best thing America's come up with militarily in a long time is to keep our aircraft carriers. But in all honesty, it's another thing America fails at um, that most conventional militaries do. We're still America is still fully prepared to fight World War II again. Yeah, like a lot of our tactics and a lot of our doctrines, um, including in our navy, especially in our navy, is that basically you know we used to is that we were one of the we were thankfully one of the first ones us in Japan that were like kind of realized that like large capital ship fleets are kind of going out and that an aircraft carrier with a couple dive bombers will take out a battleship, but now it's like. With, anti-ship missile technology and shit like that and the amount of money and resources you have to pour into like an aircraft carrier to make it like use modern aircraft um that can be taken out by like a fucking hundred thousand dollar missile when it's a fucking like air like aircraft carriers are expensive oh yeah like so if you take out one with a fucking hundred thousand dollar fucking anti-ship missile like that's a fucking good day like we did good (laughs) Um, that's what China's doing. I mean, uh, it, it, we're kind of at the point where actually waging war against China would almost be impossible. Like we wouldn't be able, we wouldn't be able to deploy our naval forces within range to really support any troops. And if any troops we were able to deploy into the regions, 
um, they wouldn't be able to stand up to the, the sheer numbers of, of Chinese troops that would have air support and infantry, uh, like tank support. And we wouldn't be able to bring our Navy and Air Force down onto them because we just simply can't get over there because of those islands and shit they're building. God. It'd be fun. I... Or at the very least, we would have to start that whole process by like systematically fucking crushing like every single one of these man-made islands in order to get our fleets within range <laughs> to actually like do something. And by then, Taiwan, Japan, South Korea, fucking they're gone. Just they're gone. There's no fucking way. They they they'd last maybe a couple months. That 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 would be an awful fucking war. Like the only way the only way I can I can see the planet continuing is if these big fucking governments spend themselves into oblivion and just fucking collapse from social pressure. Because if we start getting into these kind of wars with these kind of players in this era with the technology. At that point the can... only thing the only thing you can hope for is that everybody's on the same page of like nuclear <laughs> like, uh, like there's always there's yeah. always that worry like, you know, hey, US and America duped it out and America pushed forward and uh, Russia starts getting, you know, desperate. So they deploy like a nuclear weapon and then we use tactical nukes and then fucking it escalates and escalates. And it's like, dude, I mean, that it's just Lord only hopes that everybody on is just like, yo, I have these things, but like, no. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, I feel like it's generally known what would happen. Well, yeah, I mean, fucking mutually assured destruction, good old Dr. Strangelove, we... We got a fucking. <laughs> we, we we all watch film, right? Yeah. <laughs> we we can't um, play that way. Yeah. So, but I mean, I mean, even then, that's even saying there, there's a lot of fucking things that like talk about that kind of shit. They, I think they put a lot of faith in American, the myth of American military dominance. That like, oh, America would finally get its main force there, and Russia just wouldn't be able to hold out. We just push right forward. I'm like, man, there's been quite a few countries that thought that exact same thing throughout history. <laughs> one of them was led by a racist with a funny mustache. And the other one was Napoleon. Um, <laughs> neither one of them worked out really well. Like it didn't, it just didn't, didn't drink like the French, like Napoleon's French military fucking hundred percent better than most other militaries at the time, both tactically and just proficiency wise. Yeah. Um, England probably was the only nation that, England and Prussia are probably the only nations that really had a better trained military forces. Um, but they had more numbers. But fucking we were Russia. Busy colonizing just, and turning everyone into us. Russia was just a piss poor fucking piss pot and they still fucking there. And it's like, yeah, keep pushing forward, motherfuckers. Keep going. Oh, look, you took Moscow. That's cool. We don't give a fuck. Keep pushing forward, motherfuckers. Oh, man, it sure is getting cold, ain't it? Oh, yeah, sure progress does. in that fucking snow. That sure does <laughs> suck, but people are under this conception that, like, that'd be different. That, like, you know, oh, well, our military is, like, well-equipped. I'm like, yeah, sure we are. Like, we wouldn't be left in the middle of a Russian winter without, like, warming gear. Yeah, just like we won't invade a desert country in woodland camo. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that's, no, that's no we would never do that. We would never do that. Yeah. We didn't invade <laughs> Iraq in woodland camouflage. It's fucking... Yeah, whatever. Well, um, we have been we're going on oh, oh, close to two hours, so uh, typical. you wanna you wanna get on with wrapping up? I mean, I don't have any, any... plugs. I used to be on biting the bullet. <laughs> I still jump on here and there. Those that know know. I know I sound like a fucking faggot, and now that you haven't heard me in a while, <laughs> listening to this now, you're probably like, "Wow, do you always sound like a bitch?" The answer is yes. I always sounded like this. 
Um, <laughs> been, and it got and it domesticated you that well. <laughs> I know. It's just I. I always I know what I, I know what my voice sounds like. I hate my voice. Um, oh my god. But yeah, fucking. You know, hey, those that know know. All right, fucking peace out, homies. I'm never coming back <laughs> on Twitter. Um, I'm not giving you my Facebook. A couple of you have found my Facebook, and no, I'm not adding you. I don't know who you are. Fuck off. <laughs> With love and sincerely, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. I don't. Yeah. Lovely. Oh, well, thanks for coming on, man. Fucking love and miss you. I wish I could be sitting here smoking and drinking with you. Yeah, dude. Like I said, you and need to come out eventually. It'd be, be nice to have. I'd, I'd always love to have you guys. Oh, fuck. We will do it. Like, uh, I mean, Guns is down the south, too. There's... Yeah, uh, oh, fuck. Um, Especially if I get some property and I actually get the house that I want. Fucking guys are more than welcome. You just want to come shoot the shit and hang out in redneck territory. Fuck yeah. I, I, gotta, I gotta speak to you about something when we get off air as well, because... We, the whole e-militia and multiple other anarchists that you particular you're particularly fond of personally are going to be reasonably close to you soon. So, I'll mention that in a second. Okay. But um, yeah. yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. And uh, yeah. Uh, fuck. I'm I, so fucking high. I can't. I can't remember how. I don't hear. I'll, I'll end it. I hate feds too. <laughs> fuck yeah. Out. Oh, I put fucking join again like a dumb dumb. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that in. <laughs>